Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. Good to be connecting with you and great to have you again, Pastor Rod, with us. Uh, so today, uh, we're going to be talking about dream teams. And for us here at Lifehouse Church, those are our serving teams. It's a big core part of our church, great part of our mission. So just straight into it, Pastor Rod, uh, what are dream teams? Yeah, I love, love dream teams. It's about serving the Lord with gladness in the local church. And that could be online, in person, in the prayer team, in any team that that loves the local church and just would like to give something of them, their heart, their selves, to serve the Lord. Mm, well, that's so good. And so, where do we where do we get this idea of serving dream teams uh, from the Bible? What where do we see this? Uh, can you kind of build on that? Well, we believe everybody has a ministry. Um, that everyone has a calling. Everyone has uh, giftings from God, and the concept of dream team is that you you would want to use something for the Lord. You would want to use um, area of skill, passion, training. Um, but it's something people want to do. They would love to use their their strength for blessing the kingdom of God, uh, whether, again, that's in, that's in service or out of service or in their job or whatever, but using something of their God-given abilities and talents for the Lord. Uh, and 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 people will will get so much back from God by by using those gifts for for other people for blessing mm. the kingdom and blessing others. Mm, that's awesome, and uh, I know that you've taught uh, quite a bit on the how grace and joy and gift are all kind of linked together. Could you kind of share a little bit more about yeah. that? Because I think that's just such a big part of our dream team culture. Yeah, in in the the New Testament was written in Greek, and in Greek it's got word groupings and there's three words that are almost the same it's grace gifts and uh what's the third one and joy and joy doesn't you don't expect like grace and gifts you could sort of see they would go together but you think joy how does that fit mm. but i think this is beautiful and i think that um when people discover that they're gifted and blessed by god and called mm. to do something mm. and they're graced and they use it for God's kingdom, there should be joy. It should be mm. the, a joyful outcome. Um, and a big English word is serendipity, which means a chance meeting that brings happiness. And I think when people collide <laughs> with their gifts mm. and then, wow, I can use that for God and for people, there is joy that comes and, and probably fulfillment too. Mm. Um, a whole lot of things. We could talk about a whole lot of things. But I think in, in what you, the question you're asking is, as people use their God-given gifts, joy will explode. Um, I'm, I, I think of uh, a Japanese TV program called Murray Kondo, and she talks about decluttering your life. You get rid yeah. of the clutter and keep only the things that spark joy. Yeah. Well, I think that's like serving the Lord. I think mm. it's not dragging someone across and saying, you know, you've got to do this. It's people discovering mm. the joy of serving with their gifts, sparking joy. Yeah. Uh, as they realize the grace and the gift upon their life. And I love watching that over the years. I'm sure you have too, Adrian. Yeah. Just watching younger people, older people, uh, we, we don't, all, all age people, all, all mm. um, ethnic groups and language groups coming to our church in Tokyo, yeah. um, serving the Lord with, with very individual gifts. And I think part of the surprise is, is people, when people discover that they can use that for God and for the church, it's mm. almost like, Really? You know, the yeah. really could I could I really use this gift for church, or would God want this gift? Or and and that brings joy. This mm. this discovery 
And yeah. uh, I think it's a big part of the serving teams is discovery. And, uh, you know, some people are on teams they may not end up on. They might they might um, shift to another serving team, but it's part mm. of the discovery process. Mm. Even what I'm not good at or what I'm not passionate about is part of finding how to serve the Lord with gladness. So the whole the whole picture of serving teams to me is discovery and joy mm. and the kingdom of God moving forward. Sure, that's so great. And I think a big part of what we teach in our dream teams is that uh, one of the, the key ideas is about passion. It's what do you love to do? What do you enjoy doing and gifting? So yeah. what are you good at? What has God given you? And, and I think what we see, what you've been sharing is that every person has a gift. There's no person that is a mistake. There's no person that God is like, oh, I forgot about you. But every yeah. person has a gift by grace. It's a It's a gift of grace. And when we discover that we understand that it, there's so much joy in that and as you said like it's been such a joy to watch people who who maybe have come in and joined the church and don't really have a great self-worth or self-value and all of a sudden they discover that god has god has given them something that can add value to people and they start serving and all of a sudden there's this joy there's this lift in their life and they're so excited that they can be a part of something bigger than themselves and make a difference in people's lives. So yeah, it's such a joy to see that and, and understand that people have got a gift. Um, so mm. one yeah. of the things that, that Viv and I have, have loved through the years and especially Viv, because Viv, my wife Viv is a very um, ordered person, very ordered. I'm more flexible. She's, and there's certain jobs that she's done through the years as, as first of all, just a, a young girl in the church and then a, a young, you know, married to me, young wife in the church and then becoming a pastor is uh, some of the jobs that she didn't think people would like to do, some people were excited to do. Um, it's like no one was going to want that job. So Viv, Viv did the job. Like she thought, mm. well, no one's going to want that. And I kept saying, well, just just ask. Mm. And she's had the joy of watching people do jobs that she would have done but others love to do. Like, mm. like it's wow. There's people that love to do that, and mm. they love to do that, and and she's discovered that there are all sorts of people that when we give them an opportunity, they they will shine and thrive mm. in some jobs that we we just like. Wow, that that's really mm. amazing, and that's part of the, the the gifting of the of the body of Christ and the kingdom. Mm. That sure. we'd love to watch that yeah. that that young people say, could I use my gift in that? Is that possible or could I mm. could I do that? Um, sure. yeah, it's really exciting, isn't it? It really is. It is. So with that, um, just talking about the diversity of giftings, uh, how, how would you say, because Jesus or, or the Bible uses this picture of the body of Christ, there's just many parts working together. How is it important for us to understand that we're part of a bigger picture. Like how, how does that work in, cause it is a dream team. It's not a dream individual. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a team aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Paul, Paul's teaching in first Corinthians 12 is all about the spiritual gifts. And then he talks about this incredible uh, metaphor that the church is a body and we all need each other. Yeah. Um, and he goes on, you can read it there. It's a big, long spiel from Paul under the inspiration of the Holy spirit that, that, Everybody's needed, and and we need the eye, and we need the mouth. And he doesn't go into all the parts of the body, but he says the parts that are hidden uh, are, are in great need. And I, you know, you th yeah. I think of you know like a toe or something that uh, <laughs> someone thinks it's not important, but you lose your big toe, you are not going to walk or run very well in your life. It's it's so mm. it's hidden, 
but it's yeah. so needed. And this is the metaphor of everybody all in, all in. How can we serve yeah. the Lord? And I think we've yeah. also got to be a bit creative in that because um, since we've been online these last two years, we've discovered mm-hmm. some other gifts that people have just shone in and they said, wow, could I use that? Some people are using their anime skills, their drawing skill or um, video editing or camera work or, um, you know, we could always use that, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like front and center. Like, yeah. wow, you, I, I could use this for the Lord and then we're coming back to in-person services as well and mm-hmm. people are turning up and saying, could I do that or this? And mm-hmm. um, All the parts are, are needed. I think if someone's not fitting in, it's because they just don't yet recognize how their gift and passion can mm-hmm. can bless the local church, and that, yeah. that that you know, that there's a whole lot of discussions and discovery in that. But yeah, I, I think that teaching, First Corinthians twelve, mm-hmm. people should read it. Um, you know, it's not all about preaching or being up the front. It's about serving the Lord with gladness, yeah. um, which is my favorite verse actually on serving yeah. teams. We can come back to that, but um, I, you know, I discovered early on um, some of the things I love to do others didn't like doing in the mm. local church. Yeah. And as a, as a young fireman, um, I discovered that I could turn up on, 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 on uh, roster and do these things that no one else wanted to do. But I loved it. I loved doing yeah. those things and everyone loved that. So no matter what part you play, you have an important part in the body. And if you're not doing it, mm. we're missing a part. Please help yeah. us. <laughs> Please help your local church. Uh, that's cool. So <clears throat> quickly, um, you said, so when you're a fireman, you, you learned to serve. What was the first serving team that you ever joined? <laughs> um, as a fireman in Sydney, um, it was a very unusual schedule. I would You have to work four days and then four nights and then have, um, I think it was four days off. So that, that was the working week, like a 12-day mm. roster. And I was a surfer, so I loved surfing. But, um, you know, some, sometimes a certain roster, um, mm. you know, if I, if I worked at, at night, um, then I had the day free. You got to sleep, of course, but I, I discovered mm. that I could come to church and, and do things. And one of the first things I did was uh, I, I, I said, I, I've got these four days. I want to do something for the church. And they said, well, um, can you paint the toilets? And um, <laughs> I said, yes. And I'm a terrible painter. I don't know. <laughs> I was probably paint all over the, the toilet seat, and um, you know, I probably had to clean up more than I painted. But I used I, I, over four days. I painted the, the men's and the women's toilets. They weren't that big back in those days, back in 1980. But um, I did that, and I loved that. I just loved the fact I could do something for God. I'm, I, I didn't do. I didn't paint toilets again because I'm not a good painter. It wasn't my gift, mm-hmm. but I was willing to do it. Yeah, and the other thing about doing those toilets for those four days was I got to see the the the, the backside of the church or the mm. the not not the front end but the back end of the church, and I discovered the church was full of joy. It was yeah. full of fun, crazy people. We would always have like morning, tea, afternoon breaks, and with the pastors and with the, mm. the admin team, and yeah. it was so much fun. And and it, it was just like I gave, but I I received more than I gave. That was my first thing. Yeah. But painting the toilets wasn't going to keep going because they were painted <laughs> and it's not my gift. Yeah. But I discovered on Sundays I love to be on the roster to putting out the chairs. So we were in a, mm. um, a little hall and then a, a rental hall 
And I just love putting out the chairs because I love church and I love seeing mm. people blessed. And um, it's what I did. I when I was on roster when I when I could because sometimes I worked on Sundays. When I was there, I um, put out the chairs. I was on the team, yeah. and then packing up afterwards so people could clean under the chairs or whatever. So yeah. I love being part of a team. We were happy, and I discovered I was happy. Yeah, I, I was just like I turn up early and. You know, this whole thing about, oh, do I have to? Do I have to put out the chairs? It was never part of my thinking. Yeah. It was always, wow, I like doing this. I actually yeah. enjoy this and I like the team. And oh, afterwards we finish and we look and we, we would pray through the seats. Mm. Nothing weird, but just just praying in the seats. God, fill the seats and let them be blessed today. And um, so good. And then watching people come and fill the seats. And uh, it was just great. And I was only... um. Um, at that time, just a new Christian, I was about 20 and uh, in that church and um, just, just looked forward to it every time. And then when I saw the seats filling up, I said, yes, yes, I'm part of that <laughs> that's team. So good. Yeah. yeah, that's so great. And I, I think for me, my first team, I was also kind of the guy who I volunteered at the church and just basically did anything. If a light bulb needed changing, I was the guy who changed the light bulb or, hey, we need this projector to be taken for repairs, go take that projector. And uh, even before podcasts, people used to uh, order the sermon and then you had to burn the CD and <laughs> get it sent to them So before podcasts. So, yeah, I guess I also kind of did those things and loved uh, being on the welcome team. But I think there is something great about understanding that hey i have my little part as part of this bigger mission that when you see people's lives being changed and responding to jesus and and marriages growing stronger and people blessed it's it's an exciting thing that we're part of this this team and 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 i think that like you were saying the body of christ we we the church is not a place for rock stars it's a place for a family where we do things together there's no no like one person who's more important it's just we each have different gifts all by the grace of god and we just we're serving together and that's just the joy of serving together um which has been good so why so as a follower of jesus why is it important for me to to be part of a dream team um i just think we're part of a community yeah and and we see each other on, on that team regularly and we see the team growing and uh, we're part of it. We're part of a team. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get a lot of um, just, just personal healing from being around a happy team. Mm. You know, here in Japan, we, we found early that uh, young Japanese who are getting saved love to serve. Yeah. Uh, Japanese love to serve. It is part of the culture here. It's a beautiful part of the mm. Japanese culture. In fact, when foreigners come here and they go to a restaurant and they're served so well, um, they're amazed, like, wow, these are great yeah. servers. And then some foreigners try to tip, give money to the yeah. server, and the server gets shocked. And they go, no, 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 no. So Japanese is a serving culture. Yeah, um, It's a beautiful culture. And I think in the local church, that when they come together to serve, they also find something of maybe some missing elements of, uh, of their life, of mm. friendships. A lot of people are lonely. And um, they're an only child and their parents work mm. long hours. So they, they found community. And it's beautiful to mm. watch that. Yeah. Um, they come and serve, which is their natural desire. And they mm. discover family. Mm. And then they discover giftings. And, and then they might 
transfer to another team and they might discover other giftings and mm. new friends. And a lot of people have met their husband or wife. <laughs> well, back then, they didn't know they yeah. were going to be their husband or wife. But they've met up their partner in the team or watching someone mm-hmm. serve. And um, it's almost like a mixer in a way, a healthy yeah. mixer of young people. And we've seen a lot of people married and now have children. They And they say, we met on the dream team. We met yeah. serving the Lord on a Sunday. And and you realize that this is just a part of life, that God mm-hmm. wants us to, to be in a team. Now, not everyone's going to serve on a Sunday. So this is not we're not making a statement that you've got to do that to meet someone mm. or or be fulfilled but yeah. there are a lot of people yeah. that genuinely do want to be part of that community and then we watch mm. that and we watch people grow and then we watch leadership grow yeah uh, it, it's just a whole package isn't it uh, mm. what, what do you see when you see people serving yeah i think it's such a big part of um who we are as followers of jesus cuz definitely brings it it brings joy and it brings community um and i think jesus jesus even taught us the example he he showed us washing his disciples feet he said hey guys if you want to be great in this world and i think everyone has a desire for greatness we all desire to live a a life that impacts and and has a and is able to be a blessing a life of purpose and we see that the example that jesus gives us is to serve people. So I think there's this fulfillment, there's this joy, mm. there's this community that comes. And yeah, I think it's, there's definitely, we were created to to be in community. It's definitely part of who we were. And I think a community that's on purpose is the best community to be a part of because there's there's mission yeah. and there's, there's challenges you face together and you brainstorm, you come up with ideas and then you see victories together and you celebrate together. It's this this beautiful thing of being a part of a, a dream team and it does bring growth. I think it brings maturity, it brings growth. Um, and as you said, you, you get to be a part of great people because people that are serving are just the best people to be around and that's the best place to find a spouse <laughs> i've me and Catherine, my wife we met is serving at church together and mm. it's just because then you know that this person has got an incredible heart just to serve and bless other people yeah wow it's a great story and uh yeah yeah you do get to see people in all in all circumstances sometimes things go wrong as well and yeah. um you know we've got to fix the problem but it's it's interesting to to see how people grow in skills in problems in problem solving. Yeah, I remember we've got one young guy. He was um, he's now a a doctor of physics, but mm. back then he was just a um, a high school student. Yeah, and and um, he w- he would just come and serve with his his wires, and and something would go wrong, and he'd pull it out the back of the service between services, and he'd fix things, and he'd. Uh, um, but you, you walk in there, and he's just oh, he's just lit up. Oh, wow, I get to do this. Uh, yeah. It, it and, and now he's 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 a physics professor, um, yeah. fixing bigger problems. But um, yeah, watching that, and he met his wife. Um, mm. I think on on helping the the lighting team. I think she was mm. on the lighting team, and um, uh, just just working the things. And he would talk to her, and and just watching that flourish. And now they've yeah. got their first child, and um, so good. Yeah, it's it's just so good to watch people mm. um, enjoying community together. Yeah. I think it's also, it's been amazing to see so many people how serving on a dream team in church has affected their work workplace and how it's opened yeah. jobs. People have learned skills. Um, you learn people skills. You Ooh. learn to work in a team. You learn, people Ooh. have learned technical skills. 
Um, and it's been incredible. You see that people who have flourished on the dream team have got a great attitude at work. They know how to work in a team and they end up, so many people I've seen have been promoted to places of leadership because they've learned how to lead a team well in, uh, learned how to lead volunteers. So if you can lead, if you can lead volunteers, it's, it's easier, it's easy to lead people that are paid. Um, so, <laughs> so it's great. Just, um, I think even myself, I've, I've often been on hospitality teams. So you're always thinking, how do we, how do we make people feel welcome and, and just part of the, mm. part of the community. And, and I remember even when I moved to Tokyo, being an English teacher, you think the same thing. Like, it's not just, oh, I need to teach this person English. It's like, you're thinking through all the elements. How do I make this person feel welcome and help them feel relaxed so that we can have a good time? I can teach them. So it's these yeah. skills that you're not going to learn anywhere mm -hmm. else, but you learn it on the dream team. So mm -hmm. it's it's just, there's so much value that it, people are adding value to others, but they're gaining so much uh, by being, yeah. being on the dream team as well. Yeah, we've, we've uh, had many of our young Japanese get great jobs um, and by going for the interview, either on their CV, people said, what's church? What's that? And, and, and they explained what they were doing, and, but with joy. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm leading this team and we're doing lighting or we're doing this. Like, it actually was a selling point or a positive point for the employer. Other employees have said, wow, you, your attitude is amazing. Um, mm -hmm. You're hired, like in the interview. <laughs> like there, so was, good. there was a, lo a lot of others going for the interview, but... They got hired in the interview yeah. by things like their attitude towards team, exactly what you're saying, attitude to team, mm. other people, how you could serve this, this company. Yeah. They got a job. We have right now in Japan is very low unemployment. So there's not such a problem. But like 10, 15 years ago, uh, there was a crisis in Japan of um, like 25% of young people were not getting jobs after university. It was, it was like a crisis. We don't have it now. But back then, we had a couple of our young people go for interviews where there was like 800 people going for that interview. And mm. our young people got the job over and mm. over and over again. Wow. And I said, what happened? They said, it was just in the interview. Um, either I got the job or they said, you're on the short list already. And I got mm. the job. But I just think there's, there's just such a big thing about you know, learning how to work in a team, everything you said, working in a team, great attitude, loving the company, mm. um, seeing the positive, problem solving, all these things people mm. do learn on dream teams. Mm. Pretty so exciting. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, so we're seeing that serving on the dream team, being a part of a serving culture really is going to add value to me as an individual. I'm adding value to other people. Um, but I'd love to just also chat about uh, leaders because we have many leaders listening to this podcast from different churches and stuff. And how have you seen it's been, how, how important is it to build great teams uh, for the mission that God's called us to in our cities? Once again, there are different gifts and different leadership, but, um, and we'd love to go into all those categories because some people just don't, they don't serve on Sunday, but they serve the church. But I've just seen, I've seen people rise in leadership in the church and then in their workplace constantly getting um, promotions. Mm. And, um, you know, some people don't want to talk about this. They say, oh, you know, we don't, we don't serve to get promoted. But I, I think there is a lot in the Bible about moving forward. Mm. Uh, the, 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 a, word, a word that's not that popular, I need to explain it, is the word prosperity, which Old Testament, New Testament means an advance on the road. It doesn't mm. mean just getting rich. 
It means on my road, on my journey, I just got advanced. God just opened the door, hmm. took me up, advanced. Whatever term you want to use, I, I see that as God's hand upon people. And there's many people in the Bible we read about that their advance took time, but mm. it did come. We see that all the time. That's where I'm getting mm. to with this. We see this all the time as people are faithful, great attitudes, they're getting promoted. I, And then some of them are starting their own businesses as well because they've learned so many skills that they know they could do something on their own and they're starting mm. companies or businesses, online businesses right now, or um, but they learned the skills in a serving team. So that's a form of promotion for those people. Our church in Hong Kong is so specific. Love Hong Kong, love the Hong Kongers, give a cheer for Hong Kong. Um, but the, the Hong Kongers who are, um, are such hard workers and such hard studiers, um, I think our church in Hong Kong, almost everyone is self-employed or works mm. for the family business. One of those two, like you, you, you might say, well, that's not, not everyone. But as a large segment, and, and I think they have skills. So with their family, they've got some entrepreneurial skills. They've got some accounting skills. From the university, they, lose, they, they, they learn other skills, IT or business. But what they learn from the church is what we call EQ or, or uh, emotional quotient, the, mm. the concept of you've got these skills, but we're teaching you to work in a team with other people and how to be, I think you mentioned a while ago, how to lead people, how to how to actually have those skills. And in Hong Kong, a lot of our people um, are really successful because they've learned people skills in church, a church environment, whether it's uh, the online team working together, the in-person team, connect groups, just working together. Uh, they've learned EQ. Um, and a lot of our people in Hong Kong are doing very, very well. So I, I think there is something here very, very big about this this emotional mm. strength or yeah. health um, that people are learning and they're getting promoted, which is your question. They are getting promoted. Yeah. John Maxwell says this. John Maxwell, the great leadership teacher, says that after your initial skills, after you get your, say, teaching or, or IT or your mm. – after you've done your initial studies and skill, 85% of all promotion comes from EQ. 85% of all promotion after your basic skills comes from how you work with people. Yeah. That is huge. Now, I don't know yeah. if it's 85%, but it's, it's, it's a large amount of mm. uh, promotions come from getting on well with people, being a leader, um, dealing with people, difficult people well, mm. you know, all, all those people stuff, adding yeah. to your IT or adding to your, your basic skills. I think that's what dream teams do. I think you're, mm-hmm. you're learning all the EQ stuff that yeah. you're going to get promoted really well yeah. sure. by serving the Lord with gladness. So good. Awesome. And um, when it comes to the mission, uh, church planning, uh, moving to new cities, uh, you guys moved to Tokyo 20 years ago. Um, how important has it been for you uh, to build teams in terms of effectiveness? Yeah. We came to Japan, uh, Viv and I and our two little boys, they were nine and four at the time, um, 20 years ago. We had a team of young Australians for one year. They gave us one year, a gap year. They were great young people. None of them had had leadership in the church. Most were just after high school, mm. a couple just after university. But they weren't like leaders. 
Um, if we did not have that team, we would not have survived in Japan. It was that mm. important. It was just sure. <laughs> that important that yeah. Viv and I were pastors for many years, but it doesn't matter. Without the team, mm. we would not have survived in Japan. Mm. And that team were our team and our family here, and we created a, a, a culture of joy and friendship and encouragement that everyone got through their hard times. And then that little team started to train Japanese and other foreigners mm. living in Japan. And when that team went, other Australians came, but also we had now our own people within the country mm. with that culture, with that culture of joy and serving and fun. And so that initial team created a a cultural, um, I don't know what to call it, a, a, just a, a model mm. that anyone coming in thought, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. That's normal to love. That's normal to yeah. serve. That's normal yeah. to forgive. And so that gave us our modeling, which created the culture of joy and happiness. So 100%, you've got to have a mm. team. So planting other churches through the years, we always tried to get a team. Mm. Um, and we brought in more Australians and then more people from other countries, New Zealanders and uh, from England and whatever, like came. And then locals living in Japan joined the team and Japanese joined yeah. the team. And then we started in Hong Kong and, of course, Hong Kongers joined the team there, mm. and then we started in Bali, and the Balinese joined the church there. Yeah. So, but we had to have a cultural model mm. um, that then it just it was so natural and normal to flow into new people in the church. So, the answer to your question is it's a hundred percent important when plan, mm. planning a church is to have a team, have a team with a good culture. Yeah, and uh, some people here in Japan actually said to me, some some missionaries when I arrived said, "Our oh, teams don't work." And I said, what do you mean teams don't work? I've got a team, you know. Like, <laughs> um, but I, I, I learned that afterwards what they meant was a, a disunited team doesn't work. And I yeah. would agree with that. Because yeah. our team was united from day one. We're on a mission. Mm -hmm. We're, 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 we're going to win some beautiful Japanese to Jesus and, and share good news. And we're on a mission. We're all together. And mm. our disagreements were less than the mission. Mm. I think in some teams, disagreements are more than the mission. That team is in trouble. Uh, that church plant is going to be in trouble. So when I'm talking about a team, I am talking about a basically united team on mission, mm. which doesn't mean we all look the same. Yeah. It doesn't mean we all dress the same, and but it does mean we have the same mission when we start. And um, even now after COVID, relaunching back into in-person it's been a joy for you and for me yeah. to see yeah. how fast there's been the reignition yeah. back into teams. People missed it. And then new <laughs> people are coming in. I, I yeah. was in one of our um, newer churches last Sunday and it was smaller and mm. I turned up early and the place was just buzzing with life and <laughs> fun. And Oh, that's cool. And I thought, this is a newer dream team. Mm. But it has our culture. It's yeah. just fun. And I would walk around and speak to the keyboard player. How are you going? Thank you. And yeah. the guy on the sound desk, how are you doing? He did. I don't think he even looked at me. He just kept doing his. <laughs> um, he's just just, uh, did it, just into it. And then the kids' yeah. church and they're all getting the balloons ready for the kids. And hi, Pastor Rod. And, um, I didn't know them, most of them. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought this is this is the dream team that you start with. This is it. Yeah. This is the culture that's so going to be a successful church. 
Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's so great. And um, so this is kind of the end of this episode. We're just kind of opening up what are dream teams. But the next episode, we're going to chat more about the culture within dream teams of joy and excellence and all of those great things. So any final thoughts you want to share on just what dream teams are and, and why it's so important? Yeah, whatever you do, do for the Lord. Mm. Give it to the Lord, whether it's finance, prayer, serving, whatever it is, do it with joy because God told you to and you enjoy it, number one. Number two, know that God is building and lifting you as you serve others. God will bless and promote you over time. So I think Mm. just having this incredible understanding of serving is a good thing. Mm. It's not people taking advantage of me. It's not... It's not doing something I don't want to do. It's serving the Lord with gladness, which is what we're going to talk about next time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Rod. It was great chatting. Love love the chat on uh, Dream Teams. And just for those that are connecting with us, if you're enjoying this uh, podcast, why don't you share it with your friends, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. We <clears> definitely <throat> do read those, and we'd love to hear from you. But again, thank you for listening and hope you have a great week and look forward to connecting next week thank you so much for joining us today and if you enjoyed today's episode with pastor rod why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time